We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined once again by Ryan Belangi today to talk about Sunday's two-game Euro slate. Ryan, we were literally just talking about the uh, the slate that we're in right now. It's halftime of, of the Italy game. And we talked yesterday about how Casper Schmeichel might be some a decent pivot off of uh, Gianluigi Donnarumma. And I just sent you kind of a quick screenshot. Obviously, we don't know how Donnarumma is going to end up. Schmeichel basically was like untouched. So 13 and change with a win. But it was like 55% to 12% on ownership. And it was like, I looked at it and I was like, why did I play Donnarumma again? Like we we talked about this and yet I walked right back into Donnarumma. Yeah, you know, I've thought many times that, uh, that we should listen to ourselves more. Uh, <laughs> With with some of the, some of the advice we give uh, on the podcast, um, yeah, just something about this slate in the early games. Uh, we mentioned yesterday uh, the Denmark Wales total was uh, dangerously low, um, and as soon as that game started, just right from the kickoff, there were fantasy points everywhere, and you knew there were going to be goals. So it's just, at least for me, give, gives me some more pause when I look at the lines and the totals and uh, make lineups that way. And then um, people jammed this Italy game and um, yeah, they're, they're doing okay. They've had some chances, but there were, their players were way more expensive than the Denmark players who were, who were uh, much uh, less popular. Uh, another thing too, sometimes I make the mistake of, of thinking that um, I need pieces from, both games and I'm going to sort of balance lineups out, but stacking Denmark would have worked great today. I mean, it's easy to say that after results, but um, at least me personally, I'm going to try to focus more um, on one of the games over the, uh, the other. Um, It just happens a lot where one of the games is slower and not as many fantasy points. And one, one of the games goes off. And I, I just, I feel like it's a strategy that people don't use enough, especially on two game slates when it's just, it's so viable to stack one of the teams. Um, it's, it's like a really easy thing to do. And it's surprising that nobody does it. Uh, another thing yeah, Dolberg 7k was, I think 12% owned in the main GPP. Um, scored a brace. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 
is for, for playing for a favorite, uh, very cheap, and nobody played him. So the the opportunities are there. Um, but yeah, uh, another slate tomorrow. <laughs> I, I think the the like I, I, this is another thing where we should listen to ourselves. Like we knew Italy was going to be popular, and so I feel like we just kind of brushed it off, like. Italy's going to be popular. Uh, that's where the goals are supposed to be on this slate. It's currently scoreless at, at halftime of that game. Um, so if you really wanted the leverage, just go to the other game. And we knew that Denmark was favored in that game. Wales like has looked okay at points, but like Denmark's looked great. And I think, I mean, we and pretty much everyone else, as you say, Dolberg, you know, starting forward for a favorite at 12%. Um, I think everybody just was like, no, I'm just going to play Italy on this slate. And those who played uh, Denmark are are reaping the rewards from everybody else deciding that they they just liked the other game. But like any anything can happen in these games. I don't think like even if you told me yesterday that there were going to be four goals in this first game, we probably are like, all right, well, let me get Bale. He probably right. scores one, you know. And it's not that we thought Wales was going to win, but like I did. I'm I was like angry when I saw all the ownership, and then obviously it's a little more uh, results based of, of my anger, but it's like, yeah, that was like, that was the play and we should have, we should have played it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. It's frustrating. Uh, hopefully we can learn something and, and get better for the next slate. Right. Right. So speaking of that next slate, we've got a two gamer for, um, for Sunday. It's uh, the first off is Netherlands, Czech Republic. And then the, the second game, three o'clock Eastern is the big one, Belgium, Portugal. Uh, unsurprisingly, Netherlands are, are the biggest favorite. Um, that's both a combination of that they've been playing well and this other game should be very close. Uh, they have the higher total uh, in that, that game as well, mostly because of, the, of uh, Netherlands instead of the Czech Republic. This doesn't, or I, I guess this feels a little bit like today's slate. Uh, basically, Netherlands playing the role of Italy uh, and then Belgium, Portugal in that Wales um uh, Denmark slot. Obviously, they're, the players from Belgium, Portugal are much bigger than the ones that we got in this uh, Wales, Bel- or Wales, Denmark, Denmark game. But it's almost like odds-wise, like almost a copycat slate. Uh, so obviously, we just stack Belgium as much as we can, right? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure we're, we're getting, getting a 7K Lukaku. That's the problem. Right. Uh, the pricing in that game uh, is a little bit different. Uh, yeah, we have Netherlands minus 143. Uh, that game against Czech Republic is being played in Hungary. And Belgium plus 147, Portugal plus 227. Uh, games being played in Spain. Um, so, yeah, we have Netherlands as a clear favorite. Um, definitely a better matchup against a weaker Czech Republic side. Um, and Belgium, Portugal... Yeah, very close, uh, very close odds uh, when they're like that, you know, when I don't have a strong lead, lean, um, I basically just play it like a toss up, you know, yeah. Belgium has as good a chance to win as Portugal has. Um, that's that's the way I look at it for DFS purposes. Um, so starting it forward here, though, I, I don't think there's any question you just put Memphis to pie in, especially in cash. Uh, 11200 is expensive, um, but we know he's their do-everything player. Uh, he's He's been great this tournament, scoring goals, 
creating chances, taking set pieces, taking shots. Um, definitely a lock for cash. Um, second forwards really tough. I, I, I'm, I assume you're just going to put Depay in as well. Um, where are you looking after that? Yeah, I think Memphis is going to be like 300% owned in cash. So, um, but then, I mean, yeah. it, and it, this isn't like, oh, everybody's like, you know, doing it because, you know, because, you know, you don't, it's not like a blocking thing. Like he is the best play on this slate given the context of it. And so 11 mm-hmm. 2 is expensive, but forward on this slate, at least for cash, is not overly friendly. And so you kind of have to pay a premium for it. The, the biggest difficulty, and not to like skip to, to midfielder, but like Kevin De Bruyne is 10,000. And I think, honestly, I think if you're choosing between the two, you go with Memphis, uh, both because the matchup is easier and you fill a forward spot. But I think we see tons of lineups with both. And that ultimately, like, that's a lot of salary. What is it, uh, 21-2 for, um, for two spots. But they're the two safest players on the slate. And so I think people tend to go there. The second forward spot, I think, is actually the last spot that you fill. Mm-hmm. Um, because I pretty much consider everyone else the same. Like, um, I don't think there's any shot you play Lukaku in cash. I don't think you play Mertens or uh, Doku. If he start, you know, whoever starts up front for Belgium, I just don't think it matters. Um, they're all just kind of way too expensive for cash. And then really what I think you can do is go from the bottom and say like, all right, who are the guys I can just fill? And unfortunately, it brings us back to Bernardo Silva, 5,300, mm-hmm. who um, at the beginning of the tournament, we were like, this is not Man City Bernardo. He plays more more up front for, for Portugal. And so he, he does more. And while he is playing more up, more forward, he is basically a man city Bernardo. Mm-hmm. And even if 5,300, I mean, I guess 5,300 is, is appropriate for him, but the, the floor is really low and he's in a tough matchup. He's obviously an underdog, not, a big one, but um, I think if you're just filling that spot, I think Bernardo could be popular in cash. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, so let's just assume, yeah, not to skip to midfield, but let's just assume that we have KDB uh, in the lineup as well. So KDB and Depay. Um, we're not going to play Ronaldo for 10 to 5 in cash, and we're not going to play Lukaku for 9 4 in cash. Um, so I, I agree with you in that, like, I mean, all the other guys are like the same. Uh, I mean, Bernardo, yeah, unfortunately, he is sort of the Bernardo for man that we know for Manchester City. At least that's what it's been like. Um, sort of even worse because you know that there's there's basically no. Ch- I mean, he hasn't even come close to ninety minutes. No, um, but the price reflects that fifty three hundred. Um, seems to make sense to just go down and play the cheapest forward on the slate when we're spending all that money on Depay and De Bruyne. Um, Bernardo was, hasn't uh, even taken a shot yet. Not oh, one. Has, hasn't even taken a shot yet. Yeah. And uh, supposed to be playing forward. Yeah. You know, it's the Bernardo Silva that, that we've always known, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. So like w- where else could you even look? Um, Netherlands, 
it's probably going to start Weg Weghorst. Um, no, you know, that's too expensive for a guy with no floor who gets subbed. Um, you talked about the Belgium guys, like, don't want to play Mertens. No, Doku. Yeah, you know, 7,100, it's, it's cheaper than the other guys. And Doku's a player that, like, I think has a higher floor than some of these other guys just with the way he plays. Mm -hmm. um, I still don't think it would be, like, a priority. Uh, you just save 1,800 and uh, go down to Bernardo Silva. And then two other guys, Pat Patrick Schick and uh, Diogo Jota, basically the same price. Um, but again, not guys that we really want to use for cash and $2,000 more than Bernardo. So yeah, I agree with you. I'm Bernardo Silva, just because, you know, there's such a price difference. He's going to be the popular second forward and rightfully so. Um, second forward, really doesn't matter. Like you said, it's probably your last spot in if you're, if you're playing Depay and De Bruyne, that is. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't play De Bruyne and I think that's the one you're likely to fade, uh, that obviously opens things up, but you're still kind of just opening it up so that you can play those guys, Jota mm -hmm. or Doku. If he starts, neither of them are likely to play 90. Mm -hmm. Um, Schick probably does, but he's also the biggest underdog. Mm -hmm. And in cash, I'm not sure you go there. And you're not playing, you're not going to Ronaldo or Benteke or Benteke, Lukaku. So, like, we're, I, I'm not sure what you right. do with that other no, money. You, I mean, you, make a good, you make a good point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's say you, you don't want to play De Bruyne. Uh, who are you going to play instead? I mean, th th there's no one to go to. So it's just like, yeah, um, he's expensive, but or the Depay and De Bruyne are expensive. But like you said, that there's no one else that uh, even seems viable, at least at the forward posi position for cash. So, yeah, I think we see a lot of the same lineups and, I guess rightfully so. There's just nowhere else to go. Yeah. I mean, like we said it for today's slate, the Saturday slate with like Kiefer Moore could be popular because he was the cheapest forward. And I think Bernardo kind of fills into that spot. Moore was awful today, um, mostly because Wales couldn't do anything. But um, I don't know. For, for tournaments, are you more likely to try to get something out of this Belgium-Portugal game? Or do you end up with like Weghorst or Schick even? Um... Yeah. Did you see Lukaku and, and Ronaldo going back and forth? You know, you never, yeah. They could. They could. Um, they're the best, you know, best two forwards on the slate from like a talent perspective. And Ronaldo has penalties. He's, he's, uh, he's got five goals in the tournament. Um, he, 27, 26.9 fantasy points is, is his lowest output so far. And <laughs> Portugal have played Germany and France. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, great GPP play both those guys where, I, where, where I'm going to go. Um, if you just told me who was going to be the least popular, that's where I'd go. Um, because like, um, there's not like a lot of difference between these guys. So like 
I don't know, just the, the biggest underdog, Patrick Schick. Um, we've been talking about on all these Netherlands slates that we're definitely not afraid of their defense or just, just I guess, not afraid of rostering players against them. Um, so, yeah, I like going to Schick. Um, I like going to Jota. Um, any any of those guys. Um, and, it, yeah, way, way course too, obviously. Um, but I just feel like he would be more popular um, yeah. than those other guys being on, on the biggest favorite. So, I mean, yeah, of course, that's a fine option to pair with Memphis or even um, just play in place of Memphis in tournaments. You you can do that, too. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably, you know, when I don't have a lean on these strikers or when I when I think they're all like, you know, questionable plays at best, I'll I'll try to just go with the guy who I think is going to be lower owned. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I just want to say, like, we have talked about how. The Netherlands, we don't like not play guys because just just because they're up against the Netherlands. So the Netherlands have back-to-back clean sheets, but they played Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia in their in the group. So um, not to say that like Czech Republic are significantly better than like Austria or Ukraine, but like I think we need to take those a little bit with a grain of salt just because it was it was a pretty a fairly easy group, but yeah yeah great great point um netherlands hasn't played anybody so yeah they're they're tough to evaluate we don't necessarily we don't want to overrate them based on you know they should beat north macedonia three nothing they should beat austria and they allowed two goals to ukraine right so so yeah there's there's goals to be had for czech republic if if you know if they come out and play well and uh yeah we'll get to midfield in a second but Pricing's favorable, so I, I don't mind taking some shots on those guys at all. Yep, yep. It it feels to me like if there's a game. Well, actually, I take that back. I was gonna say if if there was a game that like could get out of hand, it feels like Netherlands Czech Republic. But no, I, take, I agree with you. I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. I guess the I feel like Belgium Portugal may be more likely to be scoreless after 90, but probably also more likely to be 4-3 after 90. Mm-hmm. But like if Netherlands Czech Republic got out of hand, I, I wouldn't be like totally surprised. 3-2 no. or something stupid no, like that. Neither. You know, it, an early goal can can change a lot. You know, right. yeah, N- Netherlands get an early goal and Czech Republic have to chase. Yeah, you know, games can get out of hand in a hurry that way. Or the opposite. Czech Republic gets an early goal and then the Netherlands are just going crazy for a little bit. Right. And then... Or the opposite. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So in, at midfield, we've got uh, De Bruyne at 10,000. I think everybody plays him in cash. Uh, Bruno Fernandez, surprisingly benched for the third group game, really is not Manchester United Bruno, or at least hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see if you play Memphis and De, and De Bruyne, there's no way you're playing Bruno in cash as well. Uh, do you think Bruno even has like GPP viability? Yeah, man, Br- Bruno. Yeah, um, he's not someone I'm looking to roster. No, de- not for right. cash, like you said. Um, can't afford him if if we're playing Depay and De Bruyne uh, for tournaments. Hmm. You know, I want to say that he's he's not going to be owned, but you know, he's got the name Bruno Fernandez and he's 8300, so I mean, some people will will still play him, but no, yeah, I mean, he's not appealing for me in tournaments. This isn't the Manchester United Bruno. Um sure, he takes set pieces. That's fine, but like not really looking for set pieces uh so much from from I don't know expensive midfielders in GPPs, especially um, ones that are playing for an underdog. I know it's a small underdog, but I mean Portugal aren't just going to go out there and be the dominant team and just pin Belgium back. You know they they don't play like that as it is. Um, Bruno, uh, yeah, eighteen minutes off the bench last game, sixty four minutes against Germany. Um, no. I'm I'm off of Bruno, yeah. Even for tournaments, if 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 you know, again, it's one of those things I mentioned about forwards. If someone told me that he was going to be five percent owned or something, yeah, I'll, I'd absolutely take some sh- chances on him. Um, we know he has goals in him. He scores goals in tons of different ways. He's a great player, but yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else. Like if we're sticking on that tournament thing, like I mean, it, the pop the the ownership will be much different, but. I could never play Bruno over someone like Ginny Wijnaldum. Um, mentioned him last slate, and he came up with two goals against uh, North Macedonia. Goal in the first game. He's taken 10 shots this tournament. He's played 90 minutes in every game. Um, I mean, he he supports the forwards, basically playing as like an attacking midfielder in the hole. Um, great tournament play. Great tournament play. Um, yeah, so then switching back to cash, um, if we're, we're not going to go to Bruno, um, where are you going to go with the second midfield spot? So before we started recording, you, you told me that your cash lineup kind of just fell into place. And I said, I think there's one guy that can really change how you build your cash lineup. And while he doesn't profile like a traditional cash play. What do you think about Ginny Wijnaldum and Cash? I was, I was hoping, yeah, I was, I was ho- hoping you were going to bring that up when I started to talk about him. Um, 
to be honest, it doesn't seem that bad. I, I would totally understand it. Um, what the, the stuff I just highlighted, he's going 90 minutes for sure. Yeah. He's taking multiple shots. I mean, basically for sure. Um, so no, I don't, I, you know, I would ne I never thought, you know, 7,600 Ginny Wijnaldum. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like insane. A, so, sounds insane. Like even, even for Netherlands sounds insane, but on this slate, I get it. I mean, he, he comes with upside too. So if you wanted to go there, yeah, I completely understand it. Yeah. I, I think, I think he probably doesn't fit in an optimal lineup. Um, but he might, and I'm not sure that there are that many guys on this slate that really do like we, there are definitely other guys you can play, including some that take set pieces. And I think they may, might not be as good as when all them and he's, much more expensive. So I'll, I'll put that 7,600 is, is kind of a high price for a midfielder with literally no set pieces, no penalties. Like he's not going to do any of that stuff, mm -hmm. but they're favored. They have the highest total on the slate. Um, we know he has upside, which like you tend not to always prioritize in cash, but if, if all of the floors are fairly similar, then you have to prioritize upside at that point. And so I don't think he's like the worst play in the world. The the guy that I was comparing him to, at least in my head, was Eden Hazard, who is a little cheaper, but they kind of profile the same as they're really just attacking midfielders with no set pieces. Hazard is 1,100 1, cheaper. No, fifth. trying to see here. 1,400 1, cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. Um, like Hazard looked great in, their la in Belgium's last group game uh, against Finland. Obviously, it was just Finland, but, uh, you know, 10.3 points in 90 minutes, no goal or assist. Um, I think I think Hazard is actually a decent play if you don't want to play De Bruyne in cash. Um, yeah. He, okay. He, sorry, go ahead. I, I'm just not sure. Like, I think it's, that's where I'm comparing. What do I – what is the $1,400 difference between Wijnaldum and uh, Hazard get me? We'll right. talk about some cheaper guys too, but I'm, I'm just mm -hmm. not sure it gets me a whole lot. And so right. um, maybe I take the guy on the biggest favorite. Yeah. Uh, if I was, yeah, answering just your question, Wijnaldum versus uh, Hazard, 1400. Yeah. It's getting you, it's getting you the player on the bigger favorite. Um, is it worth it? Just sorry, sorry, just to Hazard, just Hazard by himself. Um, 6200 that's very cheap like he was 8400 on the last slate yeah i know it's finland but or i know it was against finland but just in general for an attacker on belgium i mean he's cheaper than mertens cheaper than carrasco and i mean we know what kind of player he is i i don't mind just i don't mind going there you said in in place of de bruyne uh, even with De Bruyne, I guess I'll, I'll bring up these guys, these these Czech guys now. But we have Verita yeah. and Janko, forty eight hundred and forty six hundred, very cheap, very cheap. Um, they both take set pieces, 
Um, I know Dorita is questionable. I guess uh, he's got a slight injury, um, but yeah, I mean, just assuming he's going to start. Mm-hmm. So, like comparing those guys to to Hazard or even uh, Wijnaldum, um, you could say that those Czech guys or that the prices are kind of fair when you compare them all because you got to take the minutes into account. So like, I guess dollar per minute or or minute per, per dollar or whatever you want to, however you want to say it. Um, Janko hasn't gone more than 74 minutes. So, I mean, you're paying for a guy who's going to play, you know, two thirds of what these other guys are going to play. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, what, what what am I gonna do? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, normally, just for cash, we wouldn't want to play like Hazard, for instance. But I think that sixty two hundred dollars salary like makes him viable. Like you said, he, he looked good. He was unlucky not to score. And I mean, set pieces are nice and all, but. You know, how many are these Czech guys going to get against Netherlands, especially when they split them? When they split, exactly. Two set pieces each, two corners corners each maybe. I mean, that's probably like a a legitimate estimate. So, I mean, like, yeah, like when I first saw 4,800 and 4,600, I was just like, yeah, just jam them in for cash. And and you might still do that. It's a, it's a, it's very cheap, but I think... You kind of convinced me, actually, if I could, if, if, if it fits, like, I kind of like going to Hazard. Obviously, I would go to Ginny if I could afford him, but yeah. at least with Hazard, too, you get some assist and goal upside more than, more than those Czech Republic guys. So not only does Hazard probably have the same floor as them, he's, he comes with better goal and assist upside. Yeah, absolutely. What, what do you think? I jammed one of them in. I don't even, I think it was, I think I'm, I continue to prefer Janko just cause he's out yeah. wide, but like they, neither of them are really doing much for me. Um, Dorita has taken uh, two shots this tournament, both in the first game against Scotland, didn't take a single shot in the, in the next two games. Janko took one in each against Scotland and Croatia. Neither took a, a shot against uh, Eng, uh, England. Yeah. So like, they're floor players. Like they're mm-hmm. not, I think they're terrible GPP plays mm-hmm. on this slate particularly. And so, yeah, you said it, like I have to compare their floors to hazard and he's more expensive and the upside is probably why he's more expensive. But like I initially put them in cause I'm like, Oh, let me just get some set pieces. Oh, 40, whatever hundred is pretty cheap. But then when you start building your lineup and you're like, these guys are going to be the drain on this lineup. And Mm -hmm. when they finish with three and a half points, because Netherlands has, you know, 65% possession, they had two set pieces. You're gonna be like, I really shouldn't have done that. And Mm -hmm. so I think I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to decide now not to, not to play these Czech guys, but all of this, like, I think as nuts as this sounds, like, I think if you could find a way to get De Bruyne, Wijnaldum and Hazard, like, I think that's the way to go which is just why you cannot play an expensive second forward. Right. Yeah, no, uh, I like that. I like just making the call to say no to the check guys. 
again, yeah, they're cheap, they're fine, but they might be the reason you lose also. Right. Um, great point. And uh, I think I'm with you. I'll, I'll, I'll try to play one of these guys that has more upside and probably the same floor and, you know, plays for a favorite, probably going right. to play more minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like a PP. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say from a, from a GPP standpoint, like even if you wanted to play, get some exposure to Czech Republic, like I still don't think Dorita or Janko should be that path. No, um, I will say, I, I, yeah, uh, I would definitely agree about Dorita. Um, I think Janko would be okay because, you know, like you said, we, we've been playing him cause he's on the wing. Like mm -hmm. he, he at least, he's at least in the box, but you're right. Um, two two shots this tournament um he does make sense though to pair with like patrick schick um right. if, if you're so. gonna do that but you're right um not great for gpp too and not like not uh, not guys that i want to just play on their own uh eat for for gpp is it the the pair would work better you're looking for that assist uh right. absolutely so then yeah um where do we go for GPPs uh, in the cheap range? There's not much. Um, so that would mean there'd be nothing on Czech Republic. Um, so we go to the Netherlands. They don't really have cheap players. Well, no. sorry, they do. Uh, Frankie de Jong and uh, Martin de Roon. Um, and they are not fantasy friendly, neither no. of them. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned Frankie DeYoung. I think it was the first or second podcast. He's shown a good floor, actually, too. Um, 3900 cheap. Um, don't hate it. It's one of those guys that could, like, get an assist. I, I, but, yeah, let's just, let's just move on from that. Um, <laughs> Belgium, that's tough, too. Like, yeah. Um, don't love any of these guys for GPPs, to, to, to be honest. Um, but I guess, you you know, to afford the guys that we want to play, you're going to like, you're going to have to almost play some. Um, right. Shout out to Renato Sanchez. Uh, he, he looked great against France. I mean, he, he was everywhere. Um, but that was without Bruno. Um, with Bruno back in the side... Not much upside playing playing in a defensive role. Um, none of these guys really stand out for me. What what I mean is there is there anyone you like? Is there someone that I'm missing? Uh, the only one that kind of popped out to me, and I I wanted to think it was just from Premier League experience, but uh, Tomas Suchek is 4,300 and took five shots in his last two games. Oh, okay. Now, like at 4,300, I think it's fine. Unfortunately, given the way he plays, it's probably a header off a set piece, which then makes you have to play him and Janko or Dorita. I don't, maybe not the worst play in the world, but like I think, I mean, you, you play him with the expectation that the Czech Republic sneak a goal in. Right. And like you can um, almost play him instead of Schick. And think yeah. like he's the one who gets their lone goal. Um, but like, yeah. I'm not overly excited about it. But like, I think no. nobody's going to play him. 
No, but yeah, I'm glad you brought him up actually. Cause yeah, all those guys I just mentioned. Yeah. I'll take a chance on Suchek before those other guys. You're right. Um, he's going to have low ownership and we're just looking for one play, just one header, just one shot. Um, he doesn't need to do anything else and he has goals in him. We know that. Um, yeah. And then pairing him, like, would you, would you need to do that or would you want to do that? Um, yeah, it's okay. But like, I think you could still win the tournament without getting the assist. Uh, like one, because not many people are going to pair Suchek with like Janko or Dorita or, you know, whoever gets the assist and an assist doesn't even like, you know, it might get those guys they might finish with 10 points uh, with that assist. Right. Um, you can overcome that. So when they're the biggest underdog like that, if I'm going to play Suchek, I'm not even going to necessarily pair him with anybody. Just give me the Suchek goal. I don't care if I miss the assist. Um, but yeah, glad you brought him up. Definitely better than all those other guys. Um, going to be low owned and probably better goal upside than all those other punt midfielders that I mentioned. So yeah, I agree with you. I, I like that point that you made that like the assist probably only gets Dorita or Janko to 10. Like you're not, it's not 10 to 16, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's probably literally just four to 10 at best. So um, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't want to like overstate how good Suchek is. Like he's not, he's fine, but he's huge and you know, Right. Used to when scoring goals like this. So Right. And we're comparing him to all these other guys that we just don't want to play. So, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> can't be too bad when you compare him to the other options. Right, right. Yep. Um yeah. And and frankly, like if Netherlands win four one, but the one is that Suchek goal, you're fine. Absolutely. Yeah. So defense, we have guys that have played very well at points of this tournament. Obviously we've got Dumfries is the most expensive. Um, Munier's up there. Guerrero. We had some good games out of Kufal. Uh, Czech Republic could need a new left back because theirs is suspended. It's possible we get uh, Kadera back, but there's this guy, Alice Mateju, who's 2,600. Um, he, uh, I was talking to Adam Zadroik, who writes our DraftKings article every week. He was looking back the last time that they didn't have, um, uh, I can't even remember what the guy's Boral? name is. Boral, Boral right. Yeah. The last time yeah. he didn't start. And it was this Mateju guy. Um, it's in the first game, so we'll know if he's starting. And he's 2,600. And so in cash, because I don't think you really need to prioritize defender at all using one spot on a guy who's literally 2600 is i think is perfectly fine absolutely yeah if this mateju yeah if he starts for 2600 uh left back just lock him in yeah so, right, sounds right. Sounds, <laughs> sounds funny but yeah absolutely just lock him in because um these top two defenders uh denzel dumfries and tomas munier we love playing these guys in tournaments. Great GPP plays. Not the floors people might think they have. Neither of them actually. Neither, yeah. Um, 
So I don't think you need to go there in cash. Of course, they're fine because they're the best defenders on the slate, most likely. But yeah, not necessarily cash plays. 2,600. Um, we, we've talked about uh, Memphis and De Bruyne taking up so much salary. This is how you do it. So yeah, that that, that Mateju, Alice Mateju, if he if he starts, absolutely. Um, so where are you thinking about going after that? Uh, whoever is cheaper than him. Mm, okay, cheaper than him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so be. I mean, I agree. Like, beef. Uh, I didn't even know that this guy was a candidate to start until you just brought that up. So I had in um, totally had, Adam's adroit giving me that one. Oh, g- great! Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Um, I had in Boyata. Um, I think. Yeah. So Netherlands. Oh, their cheapest center back is Devry, thirty-one hundred. Yeah, sure, he'd be okay too. Belgium are gonna have to. Belgium are starting a guy that's under three k, so you can go there too. Um, yeah, might might prefer uh, Devry's just to, to just because they're uh, favored. But yeah, I think I think you pay all the way down. Uh, yeah, the, I don't know. I'm just. The, yeah. The Czech Republic center backs are 2,600 and 2,500. Sure. Um, but like, I think it, the whole slate is just guys like for cash. If you're looking like, I don't see why you play daily blend at 39. Delict is 4,000. Alderwild is 4,100. Like those seem like absolute insanity plays to me. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in cash. Uh, your boy Patrick Van Anholt went 90 in the last game, 4,200. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, Hasn't taken waiting. a shot since that first game against Ukraine, but uh, yeah. he'll be on the field. Waiting for you to bring up Van Arnholt. Uh He's at his cheapest price of the tournament now. <laughs> um, oh, man, I really I don't want to get sucked back into Van Arnholt, but – 90 minutes the last game is somewhat encouraging. I still wouldn't expect that. Um, we saw him come off after 64 and 65 in the first two games. Um, yeah. Still like that play for tournaments, though. Um, you know, we, we talked about, yeah, Dumfries. Um, Dumfries is playing high up the pitch, getting chances for goals and assists. Van Arnholt um, on the left side has some goal and assist upside too. So I think, yeah, that's a tournament play. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it in cash. Like you said, yeah. Uh, these Czech Republic guys, 2,600, sure. Um, if I had the money, I'll just play someone on on one of the favorites and go for a little bit of the, the clean sheet upside and maybe they take a shot or two from a set piece or have, have a few more chances at headers, but yeah, like there's not, uh, it doesn't seem to be a ton of opportunity costs. Like, I don't think, you know, we're, we're not going to go to Kufal, um, as the biggest underdog, at least like, at least not in cash. Right. Um, these Portugal guys, yeah. Guerrero expensive. He, he doesn't do much. Um, he's like totally goal and an assist yeah. dependent. 
Um, Nelson Semedo is an okay price. Again, I, I don't, I just don't think, like you said, these are just guys. They're not like, uh, they don't stand out as people that we want to target or, or that we're going to specifically make room for. So right. yeah, it just seems like you pay down and just use all the salary you can for the best plays. Uh, try, you know, if other, if other people want to uh, play expensive defenders, sure. You, let them, let them try to catch up, put, put a play, play the best plays, put a score up there and have them try to catch you with these expensive defenders without floors who aren't going to get there. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, yeah, I just don't see the path. Like, does Kufal make sense in like a check heavy lineup? Yeah, Kufal, definitely. Check. Yeah, um, that's a, yeah. Good point, actually. You know, Kufal you could pair with Suchek because you know it's not taking away a midfield spot. Or Kufal you could pair with Patrick Schick. Um, right. He's a guy that loves to cross. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Um, and also, of course, if you're gonna, we're, we're not to goalie yet, but if you're gonna take a chance on Thomas Vasilev, cheapest keeper on the slate, absolutely, you can pair him with Kufal. Um, you know, I, I, I sort of wrote him off at first, but even, even, um, even playing for the biggest underdog, he might still have, you know. He might still be better for fantasy or for, for DFS than some of these other guys, at least from a floor perspective. And at least, you know, I'm not just expecting Netherlands to, you know, this this isn't them against North Macedonia. The yeah. Czech Republic will be in this game. They'll they'll create some chances. They'll they'll have a little bit of the ball. Uh, don't mind that at all. I'm just not sure I can count my winnings with a Kufal Suchek Schick lineup. On this Ooh, yeah um all three of them all three of them seems like a lot um that seems like a lot of check guys yeah the, the, uh, i think the benefit is that i can explain it by the single digit ownership percentages and i'll be like no no, no it was just a leverage play it was nobody has these guys so yeah but yeah and you know what you know it's not that bad let's just like okay so there aren't like it's possible that there's no good second forwards. Is it let's just in Patrick Schick's range. Like what if Diogo Jota and Merton slash Doku don't get there? Chick's already a fine play. Um Kufal. Yeah, like if some of these other guys are sorry, not Kufal, just go to Suchek first. There aren't any other there aren't any good mids in that range. So like it's not necessarily hurting you that much to take shots there um yeah i think i think you make some great great points um i'll have some expo exposure to these czech guys probably just two of them but yeah um <clears throat> if you play them with vaslik and you get uh mateju for the salary savings you could play five czech guys if you want yeah actually that, yeah that's a sure. little no little actually heavy. no like you know i gotta i gotta stop myself from going into these games thinking that and I don't, but I, this is for everybody. This is for me thinking that, you know, this is just a for sure Netherlands win. I mean, this, this Netherlands team is, yeah, they've looked good against bad competition. Um, they're nothing special. You know, people were pretty down on them and their coach uh, coming into this tournament. Um, the games aren't in Netherlands anymore either. Uh, Czech Republic winning this game one nothing. 
not a shock at all. So absolutely uh, Vaslik with Kufal, pairing with uh, Schick or uh, Suchek. Absolutely. Yep. Um, one easy way to get Memphis and De Bruyne in is to play six Czech guys. I'm just, I'm just happen to be looking at it right now. It's not, I don't want to give away lineups here, but if you wanted to play Memphis, Schick, Kevin De Bruyne, Suchek, Kufal, Mateju, Vaslik, and Janko or uh -huh. Dorita, mm -hmm. just saying. Yeah, it works. I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now too. Yeah. Um, you should probably just literally light your money on fire if you do that. But, um, so Vaslik feels like he could have enough save upside to make up for giving up some goals. Stecklenburg at 5,500. So Vaslik is 4,200. Stecklenburg's 55. Those are the, the top and bottom. And then Courtois and Patricio, 5,000 and 4,500. So that we don't have like this huge gap between goalies because the you know, we only have four and the games are fairly close. Certainly that Belgium, Portu Portugal one. Mm -hmm. it, so on today's slate, we are like, everybody's going to play Donnarumma. I think he was like 55% in this GPP, I said. Um, and Stecklen or Schmeichel was like 12%. I, I don't think we get that on this slate. I don't like Denmark was a bigger favorite today than, than Belgium is uh, tomorrow. Like, I don't think Courtois or Patricio are that popular. But I also don't think Stecklenburg should be popular. Like they probably have the win, you know, the win safety. But at fifty five hundred, as we're trying to talk about how we want to spend less than that for two defenders, I'm just not sure Stecklenburg is worth prioritizing on this slate. So that leaves us with Vaslik, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that. Um. $1,300 price difference. Not that much. Um, I'll play devil's advocate for a second and say that, yeah, um, I wouldn't mind paying $1,300 for the keeper that's going to win. Uh, if, if, But you're not guaranteed to win. Um, and yeah, like he's got a better chance of keeping a clean sheet. Um, but he's going to face le less shots. Like you said, Vasilik's got more save upside and then either one of these keepers in the other game uh courtois and patricio um one of them seems like yeah a good bet to do as good as stecklenberg so no i don't think it's gonna be like donnarumma where we prioritized him um and then, yeah I, I don't think you should it's it's not the same slate um and yeah, I don't speculating about ownership. I'm not sure that he, you're right. Like we might see it more spread out here. Um, I'm just gonna go with whoever fits my lineups. Yeah, pair him, pair him with one of my defenders, um, or even not. If you're paying all the way down for Vaslik, you don't have to do that either. Um, yeah, I think this is one of those slates where where it's just sort of play the goalie that fits yeah. um, more, more so like we're used to doing than like trying to sacrifice other things to get one of these guys in your lineups. No, you don't want to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to make sacrifices to get Stecklenburg. You're absolutely right. Right. Yep. No, I agree. It's uh, I, I think Vaslik ends up being 
really popular in cash because um, he's cheap. He's, mm -hmm. he's the cheapest. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like the difference between Vasilik at 42 and Patrice, what was it, 46, 45? Like, I think that actually could make a difference. Yeah, I do too. And yeah, and just like, just uh, comparing Vasilik and Stecklenburg, like, Vaslik is for sure going to face more shots. I mean, you have guys like Memphis and Wijnaldum who lo love shooting. Yeah. Um, and that's not even, not even mentioning their center forward, whoever that is for the Netherlands. So, so yeah, uh, Vaslik makes a lot of sense. Uh, cheapest going to face shots and uh, you need that salary. Uh, like you said, he'll probably be the most popular. Um, and yeah, he should be. Yeah, I just, if you're not going to prioritize one guy and you need to prioritize the guys who are really expensive, it just like naturally leads you to the cheapest goalie. That's all. Yep. Not much to it. No. Nope. All right. If anybody has any follow up questions for me or Ryan, you can find us in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join that. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber and want to try us out for free for 10 days, which uh, gets you through the end of the tournament here, uh, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Gets you access to the entire site, all the sports that we cover, as well as that Discord chat. Uh, if you were watching this on YouTube, if you could please hit the like button below. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. Ryan, thank you for that. And good luck on Sunday. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.